Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 86, and uh, we're going to do the readings for the um, Ascension of the Lord. We didn't get a chance to do it this Thursday. Uh, went back to work, and um, unfortunately, my schedule didn't permit me to do it, so we're going to do it now. Uh, so let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The entrance antiphon is from Psalm 68. Entrance antiphon. You kingdoms of the earth, sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord who ascends above the highest heavens. His majesty and might are in the skies. Alleluia. Okay. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my word, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, <clears throat> through my most grievous fault, therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. And now we go to the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So the first reading is going to be from the Acts of the Apostles, uh, chapter 1, verse 1 to 11. As the apostles were looking on, Jesus was lifted up. A reading from the beginning of the Holy Acts of the Apostles. In the first book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught until the day he was taken up after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit, to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While meeting with them, he enjoined them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, about which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom, of, kingdom to Israel? He answered them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father had established by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. 
When he had said this, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him from their sight. While they were looking on intently at the sky as he was going, suddenly two men dressed in white garments stood beside them. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This is this Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 47, and the response is going to be, and I'll combine it with the Alleluia, God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord, Alleluia. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord, Alleluia. All you people, clap your hands, shout to God with cries of gladness, for the Lord the Most High the awesome is the great king over all the earth. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. Alleluia. God mounts his throne amid the shouts of joy, the Lord amid trumpet blasts. Sing praise to God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our king. Sing praise. God mounts his throne with shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. Alleluia. For kings of all the earth is God. Sing hymns of praise. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy. A blare trumpets for the Lord. Alleluia. Amen. Our second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 17 to 23. God seated Jesus at his right hand in the heavens. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers, may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation resulting in knowledge of him. May the eyes of your hearts be enlightened that you may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. And what are the riches of glory in his inheritance among the holy ones? And what is the surpassing greatness of his power for us who believe in accord with the exercise of his great might, which he worked in Christ, raising him from the dead and sitting him at the, his right hand in the heavens, far above every principality, authority, power and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in the one to come and he puts all things beneath his, beneath his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church which is his holy body the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way the word of the lord thanks be to god amen next the alleluia from Matthew chapter 28. Alleluia, alleluia. Go and teach all nations, says the Lord. I am with you always unto the end of the world. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 to 20. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. A reading from the 
conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Ascension of Jesus Christ. Well, uh, we're still sort of in lockdown, but uh, it's slowly starting to ease up. But um, this week hasn't gone without uh, controversy. And um, especially not in the Catholic world or in the uh, secular world as well. Um, <clears throat> one of the interesting things I've um, been listening to, especially within Catholic media, that the question about Fatima and the question about what's happening now in our world today, the third secret... Uh, the controversy about uh, chastisement, uh, the chastisement that we're going through, the fact that the whole world uh, experienced this pandemic and the question about how serious it was. I mean, there's so many things going on. But the, um, um, the important thing is, is that we get back to is one, is that all authority of heaven and earth have, have been handed over to Christ, our Lord. The Father has given all authority to him. The Lamb has taken his place at the right hand of the Father. And all authority of heaven on, and earth has been handed over to him. This is not a figurative, spiritual thing. As some scholars, some of uh, priests, the way our priests and bishops like to talk today, because it's easier to talk figuratively, it's easier to talk um, spiritually, um, they can run circles around it, they can uh, gift wrap it to you any other way you want, they like to do that, they like to do that, because that's one thing about uh, a lot of... Um, those on the left who love to talk spiritually, figuratively. It's easier. But the reality is Christ rose from the dead. Jesus Christ conquered death. The church exists today because the resurrection happened. And, you know, regardless of the <clears throat> secular pluralism or the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the 
the, the construction of the Abrahamic house that Pope Francis wants, regardless of all the so-called New Age spirituality that come and go, um, regardless of the, um, you know, whatever the Freemasonic view about the plurality of religions. No. The one thing we can all be, we can all be certain about is that Christ rose from the dead. Christ conquered death. Christ took all our sins. Christ rules because the Father has handed him all authority and power. Christ sits on the throne. Christ is real. And he doesn't go away, no matter how hard they try, no matter how hard the scholars try, the Jesus Seminar scholars try, no matter how the historical critical studies of, um, of, of you know, the, the scholars on Christianity or how Christianity spread, they can write as many books as they want and they can print as many books as they want and they can put it all on the History Channel if they want. CNN can put all the programs that they want to put up there. Guess what? Guess what? It's not going away. They're going away. They're disappearing. Their ratings drop. They disappear. Christ remains. Christ today, tomorrow, and forever. The gospel doesn't disappear. All the scholars who, whatever they want to write, they're going to disappear. Their books are going to be in empty, sh in, in old shelves on strands sold for, for, for cheap prices, which nobody's going to bother to pick up. All right. Cause I've gone, I've gone to strands and I've passed by their books all right. It's the, the one thing I've noticed that always comes back into print is the classics. You can find them on the shelf and you can find them in Barnes and Nobles and you can find them in Catholic bookstores. But the so-called historical critical studies, the, the so-called historical Jesus goes out of print because nobody cares about it. They can do all their so-called studies on the Dead Sea Scrolls. They can do all their studies on the, the, what do you want to call it? The, the, the so-called Gnostic Gospels. They can do all their studies on that. And it's been done. It's been stretched out to the limit. It's so stretched out that there's nothing left to it anymore. The, the one thing they, they themselves refuse to acknowledge is the resurrected Christ. Why does a, a scholar who doesn't believe in Jesus keeps coming back to Jesus? Part of him wants to believe and the other part of him is terrified to believe. And another part of him doesn't want to give up his freedom, his ego, his pride. There's a, another scholar by the name of Dominic Crossan or Cross, Irish, uh, used to be uh, a clerk, uh, a priest, I believe, where he might have been said he might have been Benedictine. I'm not too sure. Now is a big enemy of Christ, even calls Christians who believe in the resurrected Christ foolish. It, it, there's a whole bunch of these scholars. 
a whole bunch of them, and nobody cares about them. Nobody cares what they say. They can say whatever they want. And what happens is they lose more people to Christ, to the resurrected Christ, than they win them over to unbelief. You know, who cares? Ever since my conversion, I have heard it all, seen it all, watched every single documentary you could possibly think of. And it has not made me less a believer. It's troubled me. It's angered me. But one thing, one thing comes down to is that my love for Christ hasn't changed. It has grown even more. I struggle with sin still to this very day, like everyone else. I struggle with with my commitment to Christ, but I still love him. And I know I should love him perfectly, but I some I know most of the time I don't. And yet I still love him. And I still believe, I believe in more now in the church than ever before in my entire life. And I hope and pray the same thing for all of you. Just remember, we need to pray, read the scriptures, and we, there's also, I, I'm trying to go into meditation. Um, one of the beautiful things, um, it's the book uh, I keep coming back to called The Better Part. And what the reason why it's good is because, and I'm trying to get more books by them, it's because it's not a ready prepared meditation because ready prepared books on meditation becomes nothing more but spiritual reading, which is, it's like you reading an article or something that basically you find in a newspaper or something and it becomes your spiritual reading and you read it, you agree with it and that's it. And you put it aside. Well, meditation is you going back to the gospels is teaching you how to read the gospels and how to encounter Christ in prayer. You by using both your imagination and your um, your will, your you know your will basically to to for, to teach yourself how to participate in this, and it's like having a walk with our Lord in the garden. You sit down with Him by a on a bench in the garden, and you're having a talk with Jesus, basically. And, you know, you're sitting by the fountain, you hear birds singing, you smell the beautiful flowers. And contemplation, it's like you resting in Jesus is embrace, like a hug. And you just enjoy the moment. That's the best way I'm, I can explain it. So um, let's go to the uh, creed. Actually, let's say a prayer first for in, um, for the church, for everything that's going on. The first, let's say a prayer for Pope Francis, our Holy Father. I know it's been difficult. I know he hasn't been easy. I know there's been a lot of confusion from him, um, but he's still the Pope. And we'll also say a prayer for uh, Pope Benedict Emeritus. Um, he hasn't been easy. I know that... Um, there's been a lot of controversy about the the you know the legal 
uh, position of Pope Francis versus that of Pope Benedict Emeritus. But the best thing I'm going to say this. I believe Francis is Pope. All this stuff about Benedict, uh, I, I, I still I acknowledge him as a retired Pope. As far as I go, I know there's a lot of people that disagree with that, that a Pope cannot retire. I agree with you, a Pope cannot retire. But let's just, in a sense, just accept the fact that he has the title, Emeritus, and this is just a, an unusual time in history where this has happened. But we'll say a Hail Mary for both of them. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Let's say a prayer for all those who have lost their uh, elderly in the senior citizen's home uh, because of the coronavirus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Let's say a Hail Mary for our bishops and priests uh, our, and um, all the other um, people within the religious life. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. And uh, let's say a prayer for those who might be um, going through a financial difficulty. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. And now we'll go into the creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. And for our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. And his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And so I'll say this final prayer after communion. Almighty and ever-living God, who allow those on earth to celebrate the divine mysteries, grant we pray 
that Christian hope may draw us onward to where our nature is united with you. Through Christ our Lord, amen, who lives and reigns with you, one God, forever and ever, along with the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, folks, God bless, and uh, we'll get back together again soon. Amen.